Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Basketball and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always get the latest odds, the team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. It's your continued source for all sports wagering information. And Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. Join and get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Use the promo code BELIEVE to get your rewards. That's B L E A V. Believe. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome to the Kingdom of Pod. Jeff Caves here in Flower Mound, Texas. Have not spoken to you or seen you since the Frisco Bowl and Boise State's win over North Texas. Some time off, some topics gathering as Boise State and the rest of the college football world right now sort of taking a pause after the national championship game and looking towards the February signing date or what's left of it or the morsels being picked up in the transfer portal. But I want to talk more about Boise State in the Mountain West Conference and the overall bowl performance of the conference. The staff changes, what that may bring to Andy Avalos and the rest of the staff. And what about the news around Kellen Moore as he's looking now at a possible head coaching job, at least in other, another interview uh, coming up in the NFL. Let's look at the coaching changes first before we pivot and move over to the Mountain West Conference overall performances in the bowl season, which is uh, complete. The coaching changes, you know, you can start with a uh, defensive line, a new D-line coach, a new strength coach, uh, new offensive coordinator, and uh, edge coach. Some of these familiar names, like a, you know, reindoctrinating a Bush Hampton, uh, Jabril Frazier, just sort of moving up. Uh, those are sort of different uh, jobs for Andy Avalos to acclimate themselves uh, to the staff and to the staff to them. Uh, in the meantime, I think that it's inevitable that you're going to have guys move on to better positions. Boise State's really not in a situation where they're going to stop people from leaving for the wrong power five job, maybe, but most power five jobs, no, you're not going to get in their way. 
Uh, I look at Danielson and think he's uh, looking pretty smart now. He could have went to Auburn with uh, Harson, and then where would he be? Uh, Arson would have argued you could be at Auburn and then somewhere else and have made a lot of money in the in the meantime. It looks like Coach Schmetting, for example, is landing on his feet at Washington State in an area where he's comfortable and enjoys and going to make some pretty good money. So I, I can understand that. It's to each his own. And Danielson's comfortableness and and level of comfort with Andy Avalos is where he's at. But I think he's a guy that uh, could have moved up and on. So the fact that the budget has expanded and uh, Dickey is allowing Andy to spend more money on coordinators is a great sign for the program uh, that they understand the power of personnel. And for us to now engage in this debate on whether Bush Hamgen could do what Dirk did or uh, do what Plow didn't do or uh, bring back the Chris, Chris Peterson magic, you know, all, all that stuff's out the window to me. You, you've really got to look at where they're at now and now with Taylor Green, having somebody who can really work on some technique improvement in the offseason. Uh, not that Plow didn't, but when you're the number one, you're getting a lot of time, attention, and reps. So I think that there will be a lot of improvement in Green. And I think one of the reasons that Hamden was hired was because of his, his coaching ability of that position in getting better mechanics out of guys. And that had to be one of the highest priorities for green. Uh, some of the play calling skills that uh, Dirk applied to <clears throat> the personnel group that Boise state had last season, I'm sure will will carry over cutters, not going anywhere. He's still in town. I don't think he'll be involved directly with the program anymore, unless Bush wants him uh, to talk to him about whatever, uh, they don't really necessarily have a direct relationship that I can tell other than the fact that they have the Atlanta Falcons in common as an organization, which Bush uh, worked for. But I think overall, uh, this switch is positive. I don't see it as a negative when coaching staffs turn over. Uh, I do sense that there is you know, some excitement that a familiar face is coming back because there's just more equity in that for fans. And for even some people who are uh, closer to the program, because they have a better story to tell, they have better access. They've already got a relationship with Bush Hamden. Maybe they covered him when he played uh, or they knew him then. And so for them personally, uh, those are all great things. And same with Jabril Frazier, the guy that was in the program. Uh, it takes the head coach to look at it as a sort of a third party and and decide is this the best person for the job in Jabril's case that is a plug and play I think a, a, a lower paid position on the staff a guy with no experience as a FBS football coach but has a lot of familiarity and energy uh, with the kids uh, in the program now in the case of Bush I think you had to come to some financial terms and pay him at least closer to where he was at Missouri you're not going to get at the same number, you're half of it, uh, but at least you're going to get closer for him. And that's uh, what's happened there. So, and he gets a chance to expand. Last ad on the Bush Hamden piece was with Kirby Moore going to Missouri. It does bring some questions out. Uh, was Kirby ever contacted? Did he turn Boise State down? Did he, you know, I thought that if he's going to turn Boise State down or Andy down, one of the reasons would be that he's waiting for Kellen Moore to get a NFL head coaching job, and then he would roll with him there. Uh, 
that still might happen. We'll talk about that in a second. But in the meantime, he has left Fresno State, where Coach Tedford, as far as I understand it, had really taken Kirby under his wing. Now, Tedford's an offensive savant, highly respected. Remember, you know, Coach Pete brought Tedford out to Washington as a consultant because he respected him that much and wanted him around in his opinions. So I think Jeff Tedford is a pretty cool cucumber with some good ideas. He's a proven head coach and coordinator and quarterback uh, savant. Just ask Aaron Rodgers and others. So that's one advantage I think that, you know, Fresno has in that their offense isn't walking out the door with Kirby Moore. Kirby Moore learned everything he could out of Tedford and Pete and everybody else he's been around. And now he goes to Drinkwitz, who just got a little bit of an extension at Missouri. They'll fire him if they want after next year. It's not that much security, but I'm sure Moore got a couple of years on his contract. So uh, that is a better situation. It does draw a comparison uh, between Moore and Hamden. And the question would be, is Drinkwitz just more comfortable with uh, somebody like Kirby Moore uh, than he was with Bush Hamden because he let him call some games and ultimately wasn't. Uh, that's just the way it went. You'd have to ask Eli Drinkwitz about that. And I think he's probably going to have to admit that if had he wanted to, yeah, he could have let Bush Hamden uh, take over as play caller at Missouri, uh, but that didn't work out. So I think Bush wanted to go where he could make the play calls and grow as a, a play caller. And this is really that chance because Andy is a defensive minded coach. And while I do believe Andy has some input into the direction of the offense, specifically controlling the ball, time of possession, not wearing out your defense, not making them run on and off the field so much because you're, you're throwing the ball constantly and stopping the clock and, and maybe you're a quick strike offense. Well, that leaves the defense on the field. I think they do want to run the football. And look at the way this team is built. They're going to run the football next year. It's going to be a pretty potent, I think, punch with Boise State's run game. So it'll be interesting to see how this all works out. But in the meantime, that's my ad on Kirby Moore taking off to Missouri, leaving Fresno <clears throat> and uh, Bush Hamden. Well, you know me, I'm always ready to lose some weight and get in better shape every new year, unfortunately. And this year is no different. Now, I know how to get this all done. In fact, you remember three years ago, I lost a ton of weight. And what I didn't learn was really how to keep it off. Now, I did a pretty good job to move to Texas and things started changing. But here I am three years later, I've gained some of the weight back and I don't feel great. And, you know, I didn't make a comfortable enough lifestyle change. Some of the things I did to lose that weight, I couldn't keep up bottom line. So I really think that this time I've done it and full spectrum health is how I'm doing it. That's how I'm living now. Now it's only been a week because it was a new year's resolution, but I've lost some weight. I sleep better. I don't get up at night and not be able to go back to sleep. I have more energy. I'm getting stronger. I'm even working on flexibility. Okay. So yeah, I've got a little time to be able to do that, but so do you, you've got to make these decisions for yourself and Full spectrum health, I think, is the way for you to get it done. Uh, all you got to do is go to their website. That's uh, full-spectrumhealth.com. Once you're there, there's a 15-minute free video consultation, and they'll tell you everything. 
You know, and and nothing's going to cost you more than two hundred dollars. Okay, as a one-time fee. This isn't some recurring program. You can download nutrition programs, fitness plans. If you like a keto lifestyle eating, I do. I eat eggs and meat and uh, some yogurt and some veggies. I don't get lightheaded. None of that stuff. And the fat's coming down. And yes, I can now watch a sunrise. Uh, and I also do some cold plunging. Uh, any athlete would remember that we always soaked in ice tubs. Now I do it not only for the inflammation reasons, but it also helps take that fat off of me. You know, I've done some of the other methods that people sell to help you freeze fat off. Well, I can just get in a cold, uh, get in a bath. I have a jacuzzi outside five minutes and uh, the results are there. So full spectrum health lifestyle is where you should go. Trust me. This is the way to do it. They have eight-week coaching programs. It's all online, easy to follow, but you got to have this kind of a commitment to get it done, and I know you can do it. So email me if you have any questions, jeffks54 at gmail.com. I'll tell you all about it, or go there yourself right now. Hit it. It's full-spectrumhealth.com. So that's full-spectrumhealth.com. Do it now. Now, the Mountain West Conference, uh, you could say underperformed. They were three and four in the bowl season. Increasingly, let's face it, these are exhibition games where motivation is everything. Uh, there is a lot of kids not playing now on everything from the highest reaches of Power Five all the way down through the Arizona Bowl. If a kid's got an NFL shot, it's a little more common that he doesn't play. And that's just the way that is. So I, I don't know that we can read too much into the fact that, you know, the Mountain West went three and four, but we know Boise State took care of business. They beat, I thought, a good North Texas team who played inspired 35-32. Uh, Disappointing that San Diego State lost to Middle Tennessee State 25-23. to If you're not familiar with how that worked out, San Diego State, 52-yard field goal, took a one-point lead uh, with five minutes to play. Uh, strange game because San Diego state had 12 tackles for loss in that game and seven sacks minus 66 yards rushing for middle Tennessee. And they lost to San Diego state. I think it makes some sense. I, I saw some, I, I, I want to credit the right person uh, in the media in Boise that may have been ad-libbing that hate Bachmeyer could be a potential good fit at San Diego state because he's from near there and they need a, a quarterback, they always do, it feels like. And he's a guy with experience. It hasn't happened yet. He's not, doesn't look like right now he's going to go to Cal. They just signed somebody out of TCU out of the transfer portal unless he wants to be the number two guy. A little interesting that uh, you know his intentions were declared quite early, and then everybody knew he was going in the transfer portal and officially did it, and he's uh, still in there. Uh, we know Fresno won huge game against Washington State. In the L.A. Bowl, they pulled away late in the third quarter. They ended up winning 29-6. Utah State loses to Memphis 38-10. They get blown out. Uh, more importantly, perhaps for them, their quarterback uh, gets hurt. The game's already out of hand. Um, we'll see how that plays for them. Memphis, by the way, is on Boise State's schedule for next year. I thought they looked impressive. Uh, their quarterback, Hennigan, had a good game, and he's back as far, as far as I understand it. Air Force was here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They beat Baylor 30-15. to 15. I think that's another game of motivation because nobody wants to play a service academy in a bowl game. It's 
What was the rushing attempts number? Uh, 67 rushing attempts. That's a lot of guys diving at your knees. That's a lot of physical toll. And it took its toll on Baylor and they lost that football game. Air Force had 40 minutes time of possession. It was somewhat of a collapse. Eastern Michigan rolling San Jose State was not a great potato bowl, 41 to 27. It was 41 20 at the end of three. And Ohio edging Wyoming in a defensive battle in an overtime in that Arizona Bowl, a back and forth game, just a defensive game, not much offense in Wyoming. And then finally their defense kind of wilted. Uh, at the end and, and couldn't take care of business. I did, you know, if, if you saw that Arizona Bowl, be interested in what your thoughts were um, in the performance of the Barstool Sports crew and how they handle things. And uh, I think if you're looking to be entertained, then Pat McAfee or Barstool Sports uh, may intrigue you. And the game becomes a part of the prop for their humor. If you're somebody like myself, the game is the thing and you you crave information and insight that you don't have and the game is the thing. That's the prop and there really isn't anybody playing off it other than trying to make it more interesting uh, to me, the viewer. Um, I think where we run into challenges is, is when you insert a barstool sports into an environment with more traditional media and people are like, well, what is this? How are you treating it? Or you throw Pat McAfee on the ESPN college game day desk and, and he's yelling and he's standing and he's bringing a lot of attention to himself. You could say he's being himself. That's fine, but he's still bringing a lot of attention to himself. And it stands out when these other guys have been trained and are, and work hard to laugh at each other's jokes, give each other time uh, be respectful to each other's opinion. And I'm not saying McAfee's not respectful, but but these are all changes. So the Barstool Sports thing, and McAfee was a Barstool Sports guy, uh, all different. And I'd like to hear, maybe you can email me or text me or whatever, tell me what you thought about that. Uh, last point I want to make is Kellen and uh, his situation interviewing for head coaching jobs. Now, as I tape this, the Cowboys have a playoff game to prepare for this Monday night against Tampa. So, it's not entirely unusual that Kellen's name isn't everywhere out there uh, interviewing for jobs. But if you're handicapping this at home, you know, Houston, Denver, Indianapolis, Arizona, Carolina need head football coaches. The only job that he has been tied to as a, a, because there was a request for interview is in Carolina. And I'd like to see, you know, what they're looking for. As I look at the other candidates in Carolina that have been requested for interview, the majority of them are offensive minded people. In fact, I, I don't think any of them aren't. So they're, they're all either former head coaches like uh, Caldwell or Reich uh, or their current offensive coordinators in the NFL, like Kellen, uh, could they go the direction of a former, you know, handicapping what Carolina wants? I can't say, but I do know that, you know, when you put Kellen in an interview rotation with these other people, it's natural for them to compare him and his demeanor, I'm sure, is understated. I, I can't imagine he hits some other button. I think he has an intelligent approach to everything he does. And I think players are motivated by his brilliance 
and and how he points things out, what they're going to do and how they're going to get it done and why this will work. And that's what motivates guys to get into what he offers. So, you know, is he ready to make tough decisions and discipline people and get on ref's ass or uh, all the sort of other organizational responsibilities of, of being a head football coach? I don't know. Because I think you got to be around him a lot more than any of us are, or sort of seen so many interviews that we all have of Kellen that we think we know him when we probably don't. I just think that he would handle things in a different manner. He's not Bill Parcells, not Nick Saban. He's not going to handle it that way. It's not his generation. It's not his thought pattern. That's not the way he wants to get results out of his players. I think more like uh, the guy McDaniel, I think is his name, in Miami a cerebral person, a new approach, an analytics guy. You know, Kellen has the advantage of having played the game and had a tremendous college career and didn't have the greatest physiques and all that and still made it in the NFL. So uh, that stuff, I think, all works in Kellen's favor. But it'll be interesting to see if his name comes up for some other gigs. The situation in Dallas, you know, if Mike McCarthy gets knocked out the first game, I'd be interested to see what his future is. I mean, Quinn could be getting out of there. Uh, I don't know how long how long Kellen wants to hang around before, you know, you're looking for a job because Mike McCarthy's getting fired. So uh, I think it's smart to go before that occurs and stay ahead of that. It's not that Kellen's not a Mike McCarthy guy because I don't think the next job's waiting for Mike McCarthy. If this one doesn't work out, I don't see Mike McCarthy getting another gig. I don't even know that he'd be a TV guy. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to him. I hope you've enjoyed this edition uh, of the Kingdom of Pod as we look at Boise State football on the Believe Podcast Network. I'll talk to you again soon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.